All right, idiots on parade. Here we are. We got uh, Jake in New York. How you doing? How's it going? How was how was your second week in uh, New York? Or was it your oh, first going full good, week? Man. Was it first full week or second week? I forget. That's how fast time goes. I forget. It, yeah, I've I've been here just a little over a week, man. It's going good. Pull the microphone just a little further away from you. You're still getting pops. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, we we got uh, another guest. We got uh, Mr. Chad Lee, a guy who can't grow hair in South Dakota. Chad, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Thank you very much. And uh, Jake, nobody can see, has uh, Samson on his lap. How's Samson handling the move? He's doing good, man. He's uh, there's lots of dogs out here. Gets to you know go outside a bit, sniff some butts. Yeah, yeah, he's he's getting better with people. See, like a lot of people say that like people out east are, are dicks or whatever, but that's that's because they don't walk around with small dogs, man. If you walk around with small dogs, you get to uh, you you meet you meet good people, man. Fair enough. All right, so the thing uh, reason we have Chad on this week is uh, we I always find it funny, and I think Jake, you and I have talked about this. We find it funny whenever you turn on like Fox News and there are a bunch of white guys talking about uh, women's reproductive rights or something like that. It's like, why do men get to talk about? It? Well, we're going to be three white guys talking about race relations, uh, not just immigration, but old school immigration, white immigration, because. Uh, Chad lives in South Dakota, where when I went up and played a South Dakota comedy club, I was listening to hippie liberal NPR radio, and I heard a story about the Pine Ridge Reservation and White Clay, Nebraska. And I'm going to quick jump onto Wikipedia and read about White Clay. White Clay, Clay, Nebraska has a population of 14 people, and in 2010, their liquor store, they have four liquor stores, they sold in excess of 4.9 million cans of beer, which is 13,000 cans a day, for $3 million in sales. And the reason they did that is because they are uh, stones throw from the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, which is dry. So basically the white man set up right on the border and started selling fire water to the Indians. And holy shit, does it piss people off. Chad, to, I mean... You, 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 like when you talk about immigration and race relations in America, everybody automatically thinks Mexicans. But where you live, uh, white man is the immigrant, and it pisses people off. Well, and, and the funny thing about that too is, if you, did you look down a little bit farther in that Wikipedia article? It, it says the median annual income in White Clay is like eighty nine thousand four hundred twenty eight dollars, some crazy shit like that. Literally from four, four, 14 people from four liquor stores. So right, right. It's it's just absolutely bizarre. I mean, it. I have actually been there uh, once, and it, it's a town. Basically, I don't know if you, any of you guys have had the opportunity to drive through there, but it's complete and total shithole. And it's a town that's basically just set up to move Budweiser all through the part of the state. So here's here's the thing that was the and this is the topic I want to start talking about is the the Native Americans were furious that uh, the white man was again keeping them down and they would protest white clay and they would block beer trucks, but the problem I have with that is uh, it was the people on their reservation buying the beer and so doesn't that seem like projected anger? Well, you know, I I kind of think so because and, and I think a lot of the problem was was that. They just weren't getting any profits off of it. Um, See, money's at the root of everything. 
Exactly. Because this year they made uh, they 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 overturned it was by a vote or a decree. I don't even know how things are handled on the res, but they said that uh, okay, we're not going to be a dry reservation anymore. You can buy beer on the reservation. So they're going to take away white clay sales and put fourteen people out of work uh, uh, to increase their own profits. I don't know. Well, apparently, and 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 the, and the kicker of that too, if you guys have ever read that story, how that's going down, is that they're, they're they made it undry or whatever you want to call it. But not, not only are they going to take over the alcohol sales, but they're going to actually use the money for, for rehabilitation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to allow liquor sales to provide funds to get people to stop drinking. God bless America. Oh, something. Well, it, may, it makes sense. I mean, uh, you, you know, if, if they're not making profits off stuff that people are going to be doing regardless, might as well uh, might as well be the one making the money. I mean, that's kind of why I think we should legalize all drugs basically. So I think, I think they made the right move, honestly. I mean, I, oh. I do too. I think they made the right move too. I just think it was funny that they were blaming the white man for cashing in. It was like, like I said, they were the people buying the beer and yet they were angry at someone for trying to make a profit. I was like, well, tell, why not just work on your end of it? Why do you have to get angry at the liquor store? The liquor store is just there being a liquor store and you're angry at it, why don't you look inward and say, hey, maybe we should take care of our own community first and get people to stop fucking drinking. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, like, I, I get historically why they'd be mad at the United States and all that. Oh, yeah. But, uh, as, as far as somebody selling alcohol, because I'll, I'll, I'll play the other end. I think it would be racist to, to not sell them alcohol, you know? If, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you came in here and, and you were like, hey, we don't serve your kind. You can't handle your liquor, chief running dick. Get out of here, you know? <laughs> like, that that would be worse. That would be really racist. And so by, you know, oh, you guys are the bad guys for selling them alcohol. No, man, you'd be a bad guy if you did the opposite. We don't serve red in here. Yeah, you went to the Native American Museum this week, right? I did, man. Uh, yeah, the uh, the the National American Indian Museum in in New York City. It's 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 a great museum. Kind of a buzzkill, though, man. Kind of a buzzkill because you'll you'll be they they have it broken down by region, you know, all the way from like up in Canada to you know South America, right? Some guy, I guess, like back in the 1910s 1920s or something collected all these artifacts but you know it'll be lots of really beautiful uh everything from you know clothes to spears to i mean dolls like everything you know but then you you go and read the uh the history and it's kind of a buzzkill you know you you well, read like <laughs> yeah, the, the indigenous people is a good the plains. <laughs> no it, it is man it'll say like the people that made this stuff used to be hunter gatherers there was a hundred thousand of them you know from from this coast to, to this state. Now they're all and dead. Then they met your people, and now there's like five or six of them. <laughs> so when you get to the afterlife, tell your ancestors, we said thanks, dick. <laughs> you know, and it's just, it makes you feel kind of bad. Well, that's, as you said, you under, Jake, you said, I understand historically why they would be angry at the white man, and I get that. Oh, yeah. And, and Chad, uh, you say that this, this, this race baiting uh, goes on continually. Like, you gave a fictitious, fictitious but you know, close to honest example where you, like you said, uh, the comments just appear daily on the internet, no matter what the story is all, all the time. I mean, it, it, and that's what I find to be crazy, you know, and I kind of laugh about it, but 
it's you know it's like the story I shared with you. You know, you could take a local news media Facebook page, and they're going to go, okay, today's high, ninety three degrees, and the first comment to be on there, well, fuck you, you stole our land, white devil. <laughs> <laughs> And then, the, and then and then the next comment will be some redneck hick going, you know, the reason it's so hot is because the government has to keep printing checks or something like that. It's, it's just stupid. Now, and you, you grew up uh, either on or near a reservation, so you have a lot of native friends, so you sort of see both sides and just sit and laugh on the sidelines? Oh, totally. I mean, I, I, I yeah, you know, I grew up just, just off a reservation, and I have never personally had a problem, but... There, you know, it's like everything else. There's, there's two factions that are just never going to get along. And I just kind of sit back and I don't even necessarily stir the shit because I don't need to be buried up in the Black Hills or anything. So I just kind of let it all go. But I just sit back and watch it anyway. Well, speaking of the, the people that are on the, that, uh, that do stir the shit, uh, USA Today had a story that I sent, that, that Chad posted and then I sent to Jake. Um, Leith. Am I pronouncing that right? L- I, I believe. I don't know where the hell Leith, North Dakota is. I spent 30 years of my life there, and I've never been to fucking Leith. So, but Craig Cobb yeah. wants to turn Leith, North Dakota into a white supremacist, uh, white supremacist uh, haven. He wants to turn the town into something only for white people. And uh, if I'm looking at the article correctly, where is it? Yeah, they... Uh, the, the town has 22 people in it, and so he wants to get, uh, you know, 17 white supremacists to show up and vote him in to be the mayor. And where's the best part of this? He lives in a ramshackle two-story home with no running water. And this is the guy that is concerned, is, says he's part of the master race. He, he fucking lives in a, in a house without running water. That's because white pride. I'm, I'm an American, and... and it, <laughs> How do people get so fucking disillusioned? Did, did you not see that in the article too? That this is, I had to go back and read it last night just to be up to speed. And I laughed my ass off. He, he found not only the one town in North Dakota, but the one town in North Dakota, what did you say? It was like 15 or 16 people living there? 22, because if you get 17. One of them's a black guy. There's <laughs> yeah, actually a black yeah, guy cause... living in Leith, North Dakota. <laughs> That's going to be a tough sell. Yeah. <laughs> At least to that one. If he can, if he can make that happen, he needs to get a job on Wall Street or something. That's it. That's a, that's a tough sell. I don't understand. Like you take a look at the guy's picture, and he looks like your typical. He's old and haggard. But uh, I think one of the comments was, "He goes, my skin is my armor." Except your skin is haggard and hanging off your bones. I mean, I think someone made the point that the people that are most excited about being white are the people that Hitler would look at and go, yeah, I don't think you're part of my master race. I want blonde <laughs> hair, blue eyes, and fit. You, you're this fucking haggard piece of shit. And yet, yeah. So I think, I think they should let him do it, man. I mean, personally, like, because if there's going to be, like, if, if he can get most of the people on board with this thing and, and have, like, you know, the swastika be the town flag or whatever the hell, then, like, I almost kind of want the town to have that just because I think it's, it's better than being sneaky. You know what I mean? No, like, I cause what if I, what if I go looking and I'm like, Oh, this, this place looks cool. And then I lease an apartment there. And then like, I, I find out it's a whole bunch of secret Nazis. And, but I'm like, fuck, I already gave him my deposit. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I go up there and there's just, you know, swastikas and things like that, then I know I'm like, all right, I'm not going to, not going to stop. Fuck it. And then, and then it could be like a tourist thing. People can just go out and fuck with them. It'll be like a novelty thing. Well, that and I, I agree with you. I think uh, let them do whatever they want. This is America, except 
what you do then is you sort of, I don't know how you do it, but you cordon them off and you say, all right, well, you're sort of like an independent township and uh, the tariffs are exceedingly high for everything. If you want to tie into America's power grid and water, it's 300% uh, more expensive than it is uh, one mile away from your town. Like literally, you just isolate them and say, all right, you, you, you get everything, that's fine, but to import food and water and power, you, you got to pay America. Yeah. <laughs> I almost think you'd have more people move there than just because you'd have a whole lot of like the, I don't know, the separatists, man, the people down south that want to secede, stuff like that. They'd go move to the little towns and just be like, we'll live off squirrels and whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? And and that'll be their plan. Well, maybe we should just give them one state. Pick one state that has fucking nothing, like Mississippi. Wyoming. Or, well, Wyoming's pretty. You know, so at least they're a portion of But like Mississippi, just everybody that wants to move to Mississippi will put a big Berlin Wall around the state borders and you can live in hate and, uh, you know, import everything. And, you know, you have a port so you can, you know, yeah. shipping. Dude, I'll go further than that. Let's give them the whole South, man. If, if, if we gave the South away, like if we let the South secede, it would drive the obesity rates in our country down and the literacy rates through the roof, man. Like that's a glasses, two halves full kind of problem. If the South leaves, <laughs> two halves I say, let them, yeah, let them secede, man. Let them, let them do it. Well, let, let's, let's, uh, let's throw this one at both of you because this is nothing I said we would uh, do, but, uh, since we're, we're half dancing around the idea of native uh, rights and Jake, you visited the museum, uh, every year, uh, it seems to come up, but this year it was kind of big in summer, Someone, a couple people band together and say, the Washington Redskins should change their name. Uh, Jake, you first. What do you think? Should the, should the Washington Redskins change their name or should it just stay the Washington Redskins? Yeah, I think if it's a racial slur, then yeah, change it, man. I mean, like Chris Chris Rock had that, that bit. You know, you wouldn't do it with other stuff, the Philadelphia fags or, or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I, I, I say change it. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's bad enough that uh, back in the day their ancestors had genocide committed against them. They don't need a football team going, genocide, you know, every fucking – it just ain't – it ain't cool, man. Chad. It's just a small thing. It's, it's not like it's trampling on our, our uh, you know, anything we do. We're changing a silly little sports thing to, I, I, I don't know, make that a, a, an easier blow. So I think it's it's kind of a small compromise. Chad, we your land, We back the name of a sports team. Well, it's funny you mention that because you guys remember a little while back, that was a big deal up in up in uh, God's country, North Dakota, too. You had the University of North Dakota fighting Sioux deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember there. that. Remember I that? remember right. that. And and I'm all for, I guess, if it's really bothering people, you know, change it. But it's the funny part is, is, is the Redskins, the Cleveland Indians, the University of North Dakota, it seems like the most offended are some middle-income white people. Yeah. See, I mean, they're the ones leading the charge behind this whole thing. You know, the actual tribes, from what I've seen, are kind of going, we're fighting Sioux, though. And we're, we're pretty proud of that. And we're pretty proud of that heritage. And you have, like, four white people in Grand Forks going, well, you know, uh, we, we just can't live with that kind of taunting up here. You know, so it's, it's kind of dumb that way, I think. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now, the Redskins, obviously, is a slur. But I'll, I'll go the other path and say I don't think they should change. And here's why. I have absolutely no good reason other than, fuck it, I don't care. So I will fully admit that I have absolutely nothing to stand on. I cannot rationalize an argument. I know it is unfair. But at the same time, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, so I'll be the dick on this one. 
I, I think you're pretty much where everybody else is too. You know, again, I can give two shits one way or the other. If, if it's if it's pissing you off, change it, but don't change it because eight white people are offended by it. No, I'll I'll agree with that. If if the actual Native Americans don't care, that I, I I definitely don't. And and I'll also agree with. Uh, it is kind of a, a small thing in the grand scheme of things. I mean, I mean, it's certainly not the uh, the worst thing that the the United States government has done to the Native Americans. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not by a mile. Not, yeah, dude. It's not like when they were walking up during the Trail of Tears, they were sitting there going, "Well, I can't feel my toes, but at least they're not playing football games and making toes or whatever." You know what I mean? Like, so it's kind of like it would almost be insulting to be like, "We have changed the name." Redskins, you're welcome, Native Americans. <laughs> you know, like that would be kind of a dick thing. Paid in full. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The treaties are signed and fucking lived up to. Well, Bam. we realize you're going to stare at Mount Rushmore the rest of your natural lives, but yep. there will be no more tomahawk chop in Atlanta. Yeah, the right. Washington Rushmores. We're changing it to the Washington Rushmores. Yeah, that would be that would be kind of a dick thing to do at this point. Well, let me, let me go back to to my uh, being the dick and saying don't change the name. It, uh, I want to try, and I will probably fail, and I will admit that I'm going to fail to compare it to the white clay beer thing. Here you have all these internal problems in your community. But like, but Chad said, Chad, you said it's it's generally not natives pointing their finger and saying, you know, change that name. It's offensive. Everybody can kind of say, yeah, it's offensive. But at the same time, do you really want to say my community sucks? We live in poverty. The literacy rate is poor. The infant mortality rate is high. Uh, the unemployment is high. And it's all because of the name of that football team. If only they changed that, like like uh, Jake said, then everything would be all right. It's like, well, maybe lift yourself up first and then, you know, take a dignified response and say, hey, assholes, you know the name is wrong. We know the name is wrong. Change the fucking name. Because, you know, right now it kind of would sound like whining, except for the fact, like Chad said, it's it's mostly white people with butthurt feelings saying, he should be better. Which is pretty much the way all society works, anyway. It's five white, pe white people with butthurt feelings that get to make all the decisions. And I, well, I, I remember uh, doing an interview for for uh, Iowa Public Radio in two thousand eight, and I can't remember the question he asked me, but it had to do with how comedy changes over time. And I remember saying that. Not that I was worried, but I said, I remember when Bill Clinton was president, you could slam the government and it was fine because, you know, Bill Clinton was president. But when George Bush was president, if you said anything about the government, you would be considered a traitor because you had to be patriotic and you wouldn't get work. And I said, now that Obama is being elected, my, I suspect that we will enter an age of being too politically correct, where if you say something that is making fun of a stereotype, even if it isn't harmful, then you'll be like, oh, no, you can't do that. No, no, that's just bad. And it seems to be that's what we've fallen into, especially with, I mean, the, the Redskins uh, hoopla was louder this year than I have ever heard it in years past. And I think that has to do with, you know, this, this new cultural sensitivity because, well, now we have a black president, so we can be better. We can be better. And, and it's all white people saying, we shouldn't do that. And it's like, you know what? Fucking! You ever see a black message? A black uh, black people on a message board? They have a great sense of humor about themselves. I mean, as long as as long as there is not hate behind anything, I think jokes should be okay. I think I kind of rambled there, but do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, 
I can also say that, like, I don't think the the Redskins thing, that's not like a comedian on a stage mm. saying a joke. No, no, I know, that's I like know. A, that's like an official branding. We are making fun of you. So, I, you know, I... I'd be all for changing that. It's it's a small thing. It's not like it's a small thing on our end. And if if it's pissing them off, and like you said, not just for middle income white people, yeah, then I, I think we should do it. You know, it's 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 kind of a dickish thing to do. Is is it the worst thing going on in their community? No, but it is a dickish thing. And that, and that thing is on our end. So it's like I think what little we can do on our end to kind of I, I don't know soften the blow a little bit. And, you know, well, I was help things out. I think we should do it. I was just going down a different path re- involving comedy. You're, you're absolutely right. It is it is something completely different. But let's look at it from this angle. Uh, it is a private enterprise that is privately owned. It's not like an American sanctioned U.S. government does not own the football team. You would have to convince Dan Snyder to change it. And so how do you how do you think about that? Do you think America has the right to legislate and say this is offensive? We don't allow this in america well you're absolutely right and i i don't think like the government should literally be able to like step in and change the name redskin but i think at that point that that's up to like the fans that's up to you know people making their voice heard like listen i like the washington football team but change it to something that's not a racial slur you know what i mean yeah no i i understand that how uh, let's let's uh, do betting do you do you do either of you think that the Washington Redskins will still be the Washington Redskins in let's say 10 20 years? I'm going to say no. As much as professional sports teams change anyway, I, I mean, you know, they're constantly changing uniforms, they change cities, all the players move around as free agents. I don't think anything's as as permanent now with I think it would almost be harder to change a, a college team at this point just because they seem more embedded in the area and, uh, you, you know, they kind of grow the, the players themselves and stuff like that. So I think with as much as professional sports changes now, I think this is going to change. Yeah, I can see that. Now, wouldn't, going back to college, you mentioned that. Uh, didn't the Florida Seminoles change their name even though the, the local tribe said don't we are we like this we are proud of it or did they retain seminoles because the the local tribe said we are proud of this i can't remember i don't remember either but seminoles is different seminoles and fighting sioux different than redskins well no no i know i know i'm saying but i'm saying i remember when that was a conversation the people were trying to make it the same they were saying like like chad said the fighting sioux should change the name the seminoles should change their name the redskins could change should change the name they literally tried to lump things that were not offensive in with the Redskins to make it seem offensive. And I, I just pulled it up, and they did not change their name. And I'm guessing it's because they did get a pass by the uh, um, by by the tribe. But I do remember when that was huge news, when there were people, and I'm guessing it was Whitey, saying the Florida Seminoles should change their name because they were trying to lump it all in as one. And that's where you have a real problem, is where you try and take things that are not... That's what I was trying to say with my com- when I was talking about yeah, comedy being yeah, too, okay. too, too yeah, sensitive. I, I well, I, I didn't do it well back then, but I've come around to, to, to wrap it all together, is that people take things that are not offensive, that people do not have a problem with, and try and lump them in with things that are offensive just because fuck God knows why. 
Well, either that or, or either that or it's some again like we we it seems like every problem we have comes back to butt hurt white people. Mm-hmm. But it's that one butt hurt white person that happens to be a big fan of the Redskins or the or, or I know the Atlanta Braves. It was the same way here a couple of years ago with the Atlanta Braves. They were talking about it, and then uh, Cleveland Chief Wahoo. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember the, that the little baseball wow. man that, that, with the feathers on his head. And I, I think that the reason a lot of these uh, the um, the, the things that aren't offensive get lumped with R because if you're butt hurt about, well, the Redskins are my team and I don't want to change their name. So what about the fucking university of North Dakota too? You know, or maybe that's part of it. I don't know, but I could see that. But I, I also do think it's, it's the, the more crybaby, you know, like we should be nice to everyone, you know, and they, they, I, cause I don't think they get it. I don't think they get that Florida Seminoles might be, honoring uh, and they just sort of see it as no they should be their own thing because they're beautiful wonderful people like the the chicken uh, soul man i don't see white or black just shades of gray i don't see white or red just pink the one that was fucking all the minorities how many people have seen a c thomas hall movie from the 1980s i i haven't no. oh fuck i might, might have on accident once or drove by god or something. damn it i need to stop referencing 1980s movies <laughs> But no, I think you're right. I, I, you know, and it's just, it's a crazy thing. It's just, you just said it too. It's the, you know, we should, we should be nicer. They're beautiful. They're wonderful people. And, and again, I have no problem with any race, but you know, the beautiful, wonderful people. Oh, you mean the Seminole as is their real name, you know? So, yeah. 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 I mean, I think you just kind of got to look at the context, you know what I mean? Because obviously calling the teams Redskins is different than calling it the Seminoles. The Seminoles could be just as easily seen, and I think more correctly seen, as you know, uh, the local football team, the local culture embracing the Native Americans' culture. You know what I mean? It's not making fun of them. It's not being disrespectful. Whereas, you know, something like Redskins, it, it is. You know Redskins I mean? is pretty ugly. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. And that, it's one, that one's very that blatant. One's nasty. Very yeah. blatant. Well, let me let me. Uh, Jake said something. I want to take this down. It's it's in the same path. We can keep the same, but he said you got to take it in context, or you got to examine the context. And most people don't know do that. And Jake, you know this from being a comedian that people don't do that because you can stand on stage. We talked about this with um, you. You did a joke about Muslims, and you made it very clear. You said, "Now this is not all Muslims. I'm making fun of a section of them." Or I can do a joke where I say uh, say it's a very positive pro gay joke, but if I say the word gay. There will be someone in the audience that doesn't listen to the context, just hears, well, he's gay bashing. Yeah. Or, and the big one is rape. Like, you can do a rape joke that you and I have talked about where there is no victim, where you are not uh, promoting rape culture, you're not, you're not attacking women. You are, like, you could do a Kobe Bryant is an asshole rapist joke, but someone will hear the word rape and automatically knee-jerk a reaction and say, oh, you're joking about rape, you're, you're anti-woman, you're horrible. Most people in America do not pay attention to context, and that's the problem, is most people only take a cursory sort of glance at what an issue is and make up their mind immediately. Yeah. And Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. <laughs> I was going to say, no thoughts hey, man, from I either got, of you. I got, I got a, uh, the, the making fun of religion thing reminded me of something funny uh of another friend of mine moved out here around the same time i did and him and his girlfriend live in a in an area that's uh heavily populated by uh hasidic jewish people you know the people that walk around and all yeah, black yeah, yeah, and, yeah with the um, big dude, curls and all black yeah yeah like the orthodox you know and 
he was saying right now is Rosh Hashanah. And I don't know the specifics of that, but basically they're not allowed to, to turn on machines. They're not allowed to use machines during Rosh Hashanah. So they've been paying him. It's like just the people in his neighborhood have been paying him to use machines for them, to turn on machines. One guy has been paying him $20 a night to turn on his uh, sleep apnea machine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's some shit. Where, where do I find this gig? No shit. Well, you'd only work once a year, but Jesus Christ! Like, yeah. hey, I need to make a smoothie. Can you come turn my blender on for thirty seconds? And that's yeah, dude. that's what I love about religion and, is they always find the fucking end around yeah. the way to like. Okay, this is what is written. But, you know, they, they find a way – like like Amish people that's, that uh, take a car off the tires and elevate it from the ground so they can use it as a turbine because they're not using it as a machine. They're using it as right. something – like religion See, always finds an end around, and that's hilarious. Those, they're lucky that I'm not their god because if I was their god, I would charge them with conspiracy to commit turning on a machine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it would be a comparable charge, really. So how, do, how does one meet somebody that will turn on your machine? Is there like some black back alley black market or something that goes on? Or? You probably just hang. I don't know, you probably just live there, and they know that you're not, you know, that uh, either not Jewish well, yeah, or not part of their. You can you can tell like the the, yeah, yeah, the Orthodox yeah. one, the Hasidic one. They walk around in in like all black. They got yeah, yeah, really yeah. everyone. Cyber, I mean, you you can tell you you either you're dressed like that or you're not. You I know? was driving. And so I was driving through. This was a year ago. In summer, I was driving through some small, small, small Iowa town on a way to or from a gig. And it was Saturday, which I believe is, or maybe it was Friday. I don't know. It was whichever day the, 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 the Jewish Sabbath is. And there were Hasidic Jews everywhere. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I just didn't expect to see it in the middle of nowhere, Iowa. You go to, to Los Angeles or New York, and sure, you expect to see Hasidic Jews. And like I said, it wasn't just Jewish people. It was Hasidic, fully decked out like it was Halloween, which I know is probably insulting to say, but I don't care. But like in the middle of nowhere, Iowa, I'm just like, holy shit. I just did not expect it. It was so strange. I wish I could remember what town it was. All right. Well, we should well, start. You know, you know, yeah, well, North now, Dakota anyway. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, to pull over and ask if they need any machines turned on next time. <laughs> you know? Their Facebook status updated or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Phone right here, yeah. Man. Or, you know, what? If, if you really want to make them a deal, tell them. Instead of twenty dollars, I'll for ten dollars I'll slap them once with a Richard Dawkins book for free. There you go, <laughs> and that'll just kind of fix it. That'll cure them. Boom! Now you're an you agnostic or atheist. You know what my friend said he's gonna do? He was like, I'm gonna go over there and and instead of turning the machine on for twenty dollars, he's gonna say, Listen, since I'm already here tonight, I'm only doing it for thirty dollars. How bad do you want to breathe? <laughs> Either that or even better than this, you show up at their house and you just turn off all their lights and say, all right, you want them back on? That's 20 bucks right now because they can't touch a light switch, I'm assuming. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, shit. And you could, you could just go in there and blackmail Yeah, unplug the refrigerator. And they couldn't call the cops, man, because that's a machine too. That's brutal. Unplug yeah, the refrigerator. It's a turn the air, God loves us and wants us to be happy. Turn the air conditioning <laughs> off. Hey, how hot is it? <laughs> Oh, man. All right. We should uh, sign off here. Um, Chad, thank you so much for coming on and talking about racism in your state, the racism that rarely gets talked about, the, the, the natives that we uh, fucked over. Interesting, interesting when that comes back into mind. Jake, as always, a pleasure. 
Oh yeah, and uh, dude, let me let me just say, since we're talking about Native Americans, so it always messes me up whenever like I hear people talk about illegal immigration and, yeah, and yeah, I watch yeah. the news, and there's some pissed off white guy going, "Would well, they should just immigrate legally like like my ancestors did?" Yeah. It's like you mean the ones who <laughs> killed everybody that was living here? So who the fuck are you talking about? That's the legal kind. Is is genocide yeah. is legal apparently? All right, uh, thanks everyone uh, that listened. Uh, all four of you, whoever you are, uh, that comment. Remember, if you have anything to say on this, tell us about it. Uh, say goodbye, everybody. It's been fun. It's good meeting you, man. Bye, everybody. See you, man.